I would never make it as a mercenary because I'd be like, I need a lot more explanation than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like step by step. Do you have a PowerPoint presentation? Maybe you could show me with what the next steps are. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. We appreciate your help growing the podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Go check out our website, whatsourverdict.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes. Sign up for our newsletter to get exclusive content and updates. Pick up some sweet, sweet merch. Interact with us. Listen to our What's Our Verdict TV episodes as well, which we're getting back to very soon with some great TV shows coming up. So the question we ask each week is if you ever find yourself wondering if you spend the time, money, or both on a movie. And to help with that question, we do put movies on trial each week. Discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict using a zero to five scale. Zero being the worst, five being a masterpiece of a film. Today we're reviewing Those Who Wish Me Dead. It was released May 14th, 2021. It was written by Michael Carita, Charles Levitt. It was directed by Taylor Sheridan. Stars Angelina Jolie, Finn Little, Aiden Gillen, Nicholas Holt, John Barenthal, and Medina Sanghor. A child who witnesses his father's murder finds himself pursued by assassins in the Montana wilderness with a smoke jumper tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume all. So... Let's dive deep. If you haven't seen this movie and you want to avoid spoilers, now's the time to pause, go watch the movie, come back, pick up where you left off. If you don't care about spoilers, hang out with us. We're about to spoil the shit out of this thing. Man, I have such mixed feelings about this movie. Like, it was so interesting to me to watch it partially last night, and I was really enjoying it for the most part. And then this morning, like, I had a very different experience, I think because I was actually awake and I wasn't, like, half asleep and mind-tired from playing D&D, so. Guys, how many of these movies have we watched? This is just a rookie move on your guys' part. You never go in with expectations. <laughs> okay, you go in, the bar's real low on the ground, and then you have a pleasant experience watching this movie because you're like, okay, it wasn't that bad. I just, Come on, guys. I just felt as I was watching it that I'd already seen it because I watched the preview, and the preview pretty much walks you through. Oh, I didn't watch the preview. No? Uh-uh. Yeah, you get like... Like, I was surprised because I went back and thought about it, and it looks like they give you all the high points of the movie, and you can pretty much piece the story together from yeah. that. Why do people do that? Like, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, trailers, where I'm like, I feel like I don't have to watch the movie. Like, I feel like I just, I got everything from that. That's funny. It's so true. Trailers annoy me. Like, I try to avoid them as much as I can. I mean, we were we were doing trailer reviews or trailer reactions for a while. And that's, it's struggle because a lot of movies now, they do. They give away the entire plot of the movie, and you don't really have to watch it unless you want to see that or they fill it full of shit that actually isn't in the movie which irritates me almost yeah. as much or only the best parts right yeah. so then you go and watch the movie and you're like dude this movie blows because i yeah. watched all the good parts <laughs> in the trailer exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah and i you know i to be honest with you javier i had very low expectations going into this movie even though i really enjoyed angelina jolie most of the time and i really enjoyed john barenthal and then I was surprised by this kid, Finn Little, that was in it. But I and I like the other characters. I mean, I like Aiden Gillen. He's a big Game of Thrones guy. Like he was Littlefinger in Game of Thrones. He's got a nice menacing streak. Nicholas Holt was weird to see in a bad guy role. I mean, I, I know him as Beast from the X-Men movies. And he's that's he where he's from. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he usually does like the nice guy roles, which so it was a little interesting. And he, I think he had some great moments. And I really liked John Barenthal's wife. Like she was a standout to me. I enjoyed mm-hmm. her character and what how she played it. Uh, so I think I went in with low expectations and I was very entertained. But the movie left me with so many questions. Like it was weird. Like I wanted to know what it was that who was chasing. I mean, obviously this kid was being chased by. We see the one guy that talks to these assassins like at the airport or whatever. Dude, which, I hated that part because yeah. they took leaps of logic that didn't make sense, right? Because he's like, the kid's not dead. So we're going to assume that his dad was resourceful enough to make it to Montana. I'm like, resourceful enough? He literally jumped in a car, went to the bank, took a bunch of money out of the bank, and then drove to Montana. It's not like he was jumping through hoops here, but okay. And then they're like, so we have to assume that he has duplicates. I'm like, he didn't. He literally wrote shit down in a hotel room. So... He didn't have duplicates uh, until he wrote it down. They're like, and then we have to assume that it's with his son. I'm like, why? Why wouldn't, why would, why would this dude give his son, which it's just irresponsible as a parent to like put that on your kid, right? Like you're driving to Montana. I don't know how far of a drive that is, but like, there's gotta be someone between wherever you are in Montana that you can drop this off with, right? There's just a better way to do this. So anyway, and they're like, we're going to assume that it's with the kid in the backwoods of Montana. And I'm like, I don't understand this plan. Don't they, didn't they have like cell phones? Like, couldn't he call the news or send an email? Or well, he took know, his something? kid's cell phone and then did I don't know what with just took it out of his hands. I guess. <laughs> not to mention he he called John Barenthal's character, spoke with him. Why not tell him everything? Yeah, yeah. He's a police officer. He's a sheriff or a deputy anyway, and a survival guy. Call him. Tell him here's everything that's going on. I've written a letter. I left it in a hotel room tucked somewhere. Come mm-hmm. pick it up, right? And then, yeah, and I struggled, too, with, like, how lucky these bad guys were. Like, you just find a picture of a survival camp, and that's just where they're going. Like, on figure out how you don't have pictures on your walls dude that's exactly what i was thinking and i'm gonna tell nicole that because we've been in this house for almost two years and haven't hung any pictures up because that's pretty standard i think (laughs) so at this point we gotta commit because who knows who's after us exactly no pictures i mean unless nicole's becomes a forensic accountant i think you're okay but (laughs) (laughs) but i think that was my biggest problem with this movie is as i started thinking about it this morning as i was watching the back half i was like there are a lot of things that and i'm okay with the little suspension of disbelief but i want to be more entertained for the price of my suspension of disbelief than i was with this movie and it was like they tried so hard to make it seem realistic and real life and and down to earth which they did very well in some areas but in some like with these assassins like how lucky they got and the fact that he like you said i would never if i'm this guy i'm not leaving the weight of that situation on my son's shoulders no who is a child who was he a forensic accountant for i'm assuming the fbi well he said his boss got killed so it was the da that got blown up in the beginning does the da just have forensic accountants i thought that was part of some sort of law enforcement organization yeah i I yeah, I guess. I mean, I would assume that they do, and when they just, deal with financial crime, but I just feel like they wrote off the law enforcement really quickly in that movie. They're like, no, we can't go to the police because the police are useless. And while I agree with that sentiment, you still like should loop them in somehow, right? You would think, but I mean, they were implying that Medina 
I'm sorry, the guy that plays, I don't remember his name, the actor, but uh, all I could see was Medina. Like, I kept waiting for, like, Diary of a Mad Black Woman shit to break out, because that's all I see him as, unfortunately. Tyler Perry, the guy that played, like, the bad guy that he talked to at the airport. I don't get the reference. Yeah, he does these movies where he plays Medina, which is, like, this old black woman. Oh, Medina, like yeah. like, like Christmas with Medina type yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nicole loves those. Movies. I've seen, like, two of them. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. That's him. That's him. That's him. He's Medina. Yeah, that's Tyler Perry. So like, I had a hard time with him being a bad guy. Like, it was a he was in Alex Cross, so he played like the character Alex Cross, like back in the about five or six years ago, I think. But and I had a hard time with him because he was such a serious character too. But man, he I struggle anytime I see him because all I all I think about is Medina, and it just makes me laugh. Or Medea, not Medina. Medea, yeah, yeah, Medea. yeah. Anyway. Um, this movie would have been better if it was Medea having that conversation. No shit. <laughs> so, exactly. So he gets in this the SUV and it's got U.S. government tags on it. So he's obviously some sort of government official that's high mm. up. And, you know, they the assassins seem all scared of him. And why is he here? <laughs> he's here? What's he doing? So I, I, it just, they asked me to make some serious stretches to connect this whole thing and i realized that the goal was they were they wanted us to feel like we were being dropped into the middle of this situation so we're not going to have all the answers Mm -hmm. but as a movie goer you have to be very careful how you do that because if all i'm thinking about are the things that i don't know i'm not paying attention to the goal of your movie which i think was to try to drive these characters somewhere but it just Mm -hmm. it missed the mark for me and i think that was my biggest issue with the movie felt like i was just kind of let down like when the movie ended i was surprised like i was like oh this Mm -hmm. is ending because there was just a lot of I felt very unresolved had questions like you're saying JJ so that I really struggled with that in this movie and like the you know they freak out about this guy but you never really see anything that warrants him being such a bad scary guy so I, I just I would had trouble with that yeah it wasn't in like a cool way like uh ooh, like mysterious like uh like a john wick i don't know what's going on but like in a cool sexy way it was just sort of like a i don't understand <laughs> what's happening here <laughs> i mean they do explain to a certain extent like he's a forensic accountant and he you know he found some things that don't make sense and it's gonna out like a lot of powerful and rich people and they're behind the assassination attempt but then yeah you have the added of like the government's also behind it mm-hmm. and you're like okay well i did okay are you gonna connect the dots for me here anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> nope i'm just gonna throw you to a forest with fire I'm like okay great cool sweet and we're gonna have angelina jolie take her shirt off i'm like yeah okay yeah cool so arbitrary and weird. <laughs> well there was so many arbitrary weird things in this thing like why did she get struck by lightning <laughs> why are yeah. they running through a field like what did that add to the story uh, like i just don't understand like weird like, like it was so random like twice in as many days like the day before she almost got struck by lightning yeah and then the next day she does what are the odds she needs to play the lottery well and then she's like jumping down sliding down this rope getting the like rope slivers in her hand which was cool moment but then she slipped and fell off the rope and fell like 35 feet and landed flat on her back yeah i was like um damn it yeah she snapped some ribs at least yeah maybe some vertebrae i'm not convinced that she would be alive after that yeah and then she just like wakes up and she's like oh that hurt i'm good (laughs) yeah 
she had more of a reaction every time she poured peroxide on her wounds than she did from falling out of that fucking tower. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Yeah, the getting struck by lightning. I was like, okay. I'm also so then they use that rope a second time and I'm yeah. like when did she have time to like reel that sucker back up <laughs> well and all of a sudden it's attached to like a belay yeah rig. Uh, like I'm like what <laughs> yeah it was like weird same amount of time to react to getting shot at that you do to getting struck by lightning so she should be able to like rope down on both situations right instead of the, like grab your hands and burn them off on your way down yeah there was some random weird shit also uh how much ammo did these bad guys carry because they're like walking oh, through <laughs> they're walking through this forest in suits and they're just magazine after magazine just like lighting buildings people up well and they are the sloppiest assassins on the planet because <laughs> like they are seriously just unloading every chance they get like they don't try to do anything precision i mean you get the when they're waiting on the dad and the kid in the car like the one guy's in this like elevated position he has time to read the lady's license plate from around the corner and that like you are so prepared and then you fuck it up with this old man why is he not shooting long before the guy's like five feet away and has a chance to run him over the car like yeah especially if you have an ar with a scope that is tracking people from a quarter mile away yeah. you're like you're reading people's license plate from a quarter mile away dude like <laughs> why, are we, why are we waiting so long yeah like why don't you just like and if you're that good of a shot like if your job is assassin don't you think you'd be good enough of a shot to take that shot while he's driving yeah. a quarter mile you know what i mean like i'm just like he's like we're not to two teams i'm like you guys had two ar-15s <laughs> like uh, on a civilian mag round you had 60 rounds between the two of you to kill a dude in a volkswagen like i don't think you needed two teams why not like disable the car like take a couple shots at the engine block or something like that Be or have like a tire strip like yeah a couple of ways <laughs> could have done this that should have been all right that would have avoided someone getting hit by a car right? or <laughs> Pull the truck and block the road. Thank like, you. <laughs> Something. Don't just jump out in the middle of the road with the guy driving at you and start shooting. Like, yeah. I was like, this is, these guys are the worst. And the best part is they have a great opening scene. Like the very opening scene, oh, they yeah. come in as like the gas guys, they go in the, the house and then they come walking out and they're just having this conversation. And he randomly is like, oh, you got blood on your shirt. And then the house explodes as they drive away. Like I was like, okay, that was a cool opening to this movie. That was, And cool then they just opening. get more and more derelict as the movie goes along. My, my thing with that scene is it blows up and the house is like gone. Right. And I'm like, where's the... Where's the house? Like, where's the debris? Like, I feel like that stuff should be like raining down everywhere. Like, it was super cool, but like, this house is just gone. You don't need to shoot somebody if you can do that to a house. Right. Yeah. Well, not to mention, like, I laugh because if he if he tortured her or them or whoever to find out where this guy was before you kill the DA, they're even if you char the bodies and explode them, unless you disintegrate that body, they're gonna find bullet yeah. holes. They're gonna find That's what I was thinking. Sliced throats. They're gonna all that shit. So it's not like you just oh they died in an explosion. That's not how autopsies work. Like <laughs> like these guys are gonna find that. Yeah, especially but, if it's a DA, when they be looking real close, like huh, mm -hmm. the DA's house. Blew blew up hmm 
it's not suspicious at all. Weird bummer. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> time to move on. Had had to have just left the oven on for too yeah. long or something. Well, like you know how he is with uh, with gas pipes. You know, yeah. it's gonna get him eventually. Yeah, I, it, yeah, it was weird. I was gonna talk about the fires, right? Like at some point they're running through this forest that's just burning, and I've never been in a burning forest, but I have been a, by a campfire, and it's hard enough to breathe by a campfire. <laughs> I could not imagine hiking through a burning forest like no big deal. Not yeah. to mention the final fight when they're like less than 50 yards from this fucking fire. Yeah. Look, I've also been by a campfire and I put my hands too close to it or I stand. I'm like the guy. And look, I know that I don't like to be hot. Like I'm I'm a cold guy. I like to be cold. But I like been around many campfires where I have backed my fucking camp chair away from the fire. because so I'm like, God damn, that's hot. And then I've been to like bonfires for like high school and shit where we're all standing 30 feet away from mm-hmm. a bonfire because it's so damn hot. That is is a wall of fire tree high dude and it just immediately lights trees on fire i don't know if yeah. you guys notice that but as it's moving a tree is just boom just engulfed in flames i'm like yeah oh damn that's hot like- now that shit's real like i mean i've seen footage of like forest fires and shit where like it just it eats these trees yeah i have no but, doubt that that's legit that's but that's what i'm saying i'm like can you be within 50 yards of something that'll just light a tree on fire yeah well i mean how do you stand the heat long enough to like be swinging a pickaxe at someone and hiding behind trees and dude shit? I, man that was my favorite scene like oh that, it was awesome to watch dude, Don't get me wrong when she freaking pops out from the tree takes a swipe at him and then pops behind the tree and he like shoots the tree i'm like that was awesome the only thing i wish would have happened like i didn't want her to leave the fire to burn him like that's too quick a fire that hot moving that fast he's not really gonna suffer that much that dude's gonna be like i don't toasty, know toasty. yeah dude i wanted a pickaxe in the top of the fucking head no that would have been fast to feel like. yeah uh, yeah, but how it. badass would that be? Dude, like burning alive is one of my worst nightmares. Oh, don't get me wrong. Me like too. when the sheriff and his wife are on top of that tower and they're oh. like, Yeah, we're gonna die, and they put the masks on. I was like, No, I'd rather suffocate than light on fire. But I love that where she like he's like, do it, just do it. And he's like, No, you can fucking suffer. And then she just walks away. I'm like, oh. I, I chuckled. I was like, Hell yeah, make that guy yeah. suffer. I did have a hard time with the like magnetism of the forest or the fire tower where it felt like everybody was ending up at the fire tower that's like yeah. perched on this, this mountain and I had like multiple times people kind of come in contact with the fire tower and I struggled with that a little bit because it was like great timing great timing <laughs> well and then they, she did mention that that tower was by the sheriff's place which I'm assuming was outside of town yeah right so at least they like it would have had to have been because she says like town is 12 miles that way yeah. so it would have had to have been somewhat close or something yeah yeah the the because they ran the survival camp they were out in the middle of nowhere oh yeah because yeah. that's the survival camp was up by their cabin did they did how did his wife know to go to the fire tower that maybe i missed something on that one because i was kind of confused she was tracking them how though because well, she's the like same way. speed on a horse well i yeah i mean they don't explain it my i assumed for her because i liked her character a lot that she had been close enough because she was I mean, she's six months pregnant man she's not running away from these guys far at that point when she burns the shit out of them so i was assuming that she was watching the whole interaction with 
John Barenthal's character, watched the direction that they went and then came back to get the horse and then went that way and then tracked him up to the tower. Well, she got a like GPS thing. Oh, so I'm that's ass- right. So I'm assuming that's how, but like maybe they put it on him. Yeah, they may. He may have had a tracker or some sort. That would make sense for some survivalists that they've always got some sort of GPS tracker on each other. Hmm. I forgot about the GPS. Yeah. So I saw that. I'm like, am I supposed to just assume that? He's just got a thing on him. Well, that's they they force you to make a lot of assumptions in this yeah. movie. But can we talk about that moment with the freaking wife? Because she was a badass. Dude. With that bear, the bear spray, dude. The, yeah. He's like, you're facing it. You're pointing it the wrong way. No, I'm not. Just roasted that dude's face. Was that bear spray? Yeah, it was bear spray. Dude, because bear spray would have done enough without the flame. Yeah. And like, that's tough. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, and my thought was I was wishing it would have quit with the fire and then immediately followed it up with the bear spray. Yeah. Could you imagine actual bear spray on that burnt face that he had? Oh, oh God. Oh, that'd be rough. There no was uh, in uh, my home neighborhood growing up, well, maybe not my neighborhood, but close by, there was a string of like home invasions where people would would break into a house and then with masks and bear spray the whole house. And so these families would just be (laughs) bear sprayed and then they would take all the valuables and then leave. How much would that suck? Dude, I can't even imagine. Some asshole when I was in high school sprayed one hallway. He sprayed mace in the air, Mm -hmm. like or pepper spray in the air. And we all fucking walked through it because we were going to class. And this was like (laughs) one or two spritz in the air. I thought I was going to fucking die. I can't even imagine taking that shit like bear spray which is like a hundred times the potency of normal pepper spray mm-hmm. oh i can't even yeah it's meant to stop a bear yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't know yeah i didn't know it was bear spray but if it was like i would have worked just as well right yeah that was yeah that's what it was it was bear spray if not better i feel like it would have worked better because it would have gotten both of them yeah well and you can and see her. the one dude's eyes nicholas holt's character his eyes were all fucking red the whole time because mm-hmm. he barely got hit by any of the fire but the bear spray was still in the the steam and the smoke was coming out of it interesting yeah but i was like because i thought the same thing i was like well now hit them with the bear spray like because they won't see for a while (laughs) they're all fucked up at that point and then when she guns that dude down like the reload off that they had there at that moment yeah it was pretty how did she reload a bolt action rifle faster than he reloaded A semi-automatic rifle. Well, he was fading, remember? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, she had just gut shot the fuck out of him. Talk about sloppy, dude. This guy is just walking across a field, just finger on the trigger. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, he had every advantage. It was crazy. Well, and he, I love that he shoots, she shoots at him, misses, and he immediately, that was a deer rifle. (laughs) Like, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? Just random shit. I will say, though, that this movie had some intensity to it. Like, there were moments of tension in this movie that I was, like, super stressed at points. And it was, like, some of the random moments. Like, you were talking about John Barenthal's character gets shot up in that tower. Mm -hmm. And then he and his wife are stuck there when the fire's coming. And they show this overhead shot of the fire coming up on it while they're sitting there with the mask. And, I like, I was stressed. Like, I was like, oh, man. And then the kid and her jumping in the water because that's my 
my two biggest fear drowning and burning to death and they're so they're stuck in this fucking creek and i'm like i don't know if i would have the gumption to come out of the water to get a breath like you're looking I, over I mean, and fucking I'm not, fire oh i'm not convinced they survived that it's like licking their backs i'm like you have third degree burns right and then you're it's just burning like five yards away on each side i'm like i, I, I suffocate from that smoke too. yeah let alone how hot everything is yeah that's the part i'm like god it'd be i wouldn't even be able to function because that's so fucking hot can't even like, imagine wouldn't that tower kind of have the same issue because all that heat's like rising up right under them and it's metal right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well they- yeah exactly i mean i think they would have more issues than they let on i mean the one good thing is is they give you the the out of because most of the time in that situation if the glass had been attacked the glass would have exploded due to mm. the pressure from the heat Mm. Uh, but they'd already shot out all the glass with the fucking messy assault on John Barenthal's character. He's talking and they put like three clips in the tower. Dude, way more than that because they go through the hole. They drop down. He crawls out from under the oh, bed. Yeah. She gets harnessed. He runs to her. They rappel down and run into the forest. And that whole time shots are being fired. It's and so not just insane. not just periodic shots. Constant yeah, barrage. Barrage. Like, oh, no. yeah. And I love that the fire guys, when the, the smoke jumpers jump in at the end there and mm-hmm. come up to the tower and they see all the glass and shit broken up and they're like, what the fuck happened here? Like, I don't know. They were in a forest fire, asshole. Like, what, <laughs> like, what do you think happened here? <laughs> I will say I'm glad that they, I'm not glad that this sheriff died. That's sure. that's coming out wrong. I'm just saying for like the, <laughs> that's not what I meant, Ian. Okay. I know it's not because I had the same feeling, but I had to laugh anyway. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying that like the dude gets shot like two or three times. Right. And then he spends the night on the tower, and they don't do anything to like stop the bleeding. Like they're just like, yeah, this looks really bad. It wouldn't have made any sense if the next morning he had survived, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that they didn't. I'm also glad that they didn't be all like at the end where the kid's like, what's going to happen to me tomorrow or a month. And Angelina Jolie, I was, I thought the next line out of her mouth was going to be like, you can stay with me. Yeah, right? me too. And I'm glad that they didn't do that. Cause yeah. those are just like cliches or tropes that I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, the movie was overall kind of a downer like yeah yeah which which i'm okay with because like you say it's much more realistic than some of these happy endings that you have in these weird ass movies and this movie was so brutal throughout like the dudes just randomly murk that lady that comes driving up oh, asking yeah. them, <laughs> just shoots her ass in the head drives her car off to the side of their own just leaves her there and then they show that scene when barenthal comes up on it and like her skulls like peeled off and like her brain chunks are on the window i was like god damn this is why you don't help people yeah telling you no good deed goes unpunished i'm telling you I did laugh, though. I have to say, when they were talking to the guy at the airport and the one guy and Aiden Gillen's character is like, well, they may, they're going to have to stomach it or they may not be able to stomach what we do. And then he just starts the forest fire. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, hold on. It's Montana, which means there's hardly anybody truly in the line of this fire. The shit you've done up to this point is harder to stomach than the fact that you started this fire. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, a good point. I'm like, what is he referencing? Like, what? What's the plan? Yeah. And I, I never circled back to that. Because yeah. that scene where I was like, where he was like, from now on, we we off anyone who sees our faces. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Which they immediately don't do. 
no. with the dude's wife. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> and then he's, his little partner is like, well, that's going to draw a lot of attention to this town. And he's like, well, let's get him focusing on something else. And they both like nod. And I was like, yeah. like, they just know what he's talking about. I would never make it as a mercenary because I'd be like, I need a lot more explanation than that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like step by step do you have a powerpoint presentation maybe you could show me with what the next steps are <laughs> assassins 101 yeah well and then i was a little disappointed at the end with like how look i realized he just got like his ass beat and shit like he got some but then he kicks the shit like he absolutely brutalizes angelita jolie on the ground punching her over and over torturing her for this kid's sake why the hell did he take like 12 years to walk up on this kid with the yeah. knife <laughs> like you got a fire raging behind you let's expedite this a little yeah. i mean <laughs> it's yeah. obvious you don't care about killing a kid why are we slow walking to yeah. go kill this kid we leave angelina jolie alive turn our back to her and then what was the plan we were gonna kill this kid with a walmart pocket knife where's your <laughs> gun dude go get your gun we don't have time for this the most efficiently inept assassins ever written in <laughs> film history i'm telling you have you been swayed yet jj no <laughs> in fact i think i've swayed I'm, myself in the other direction I'm, more than <laughs> doing a horrible job it's just so much fun to shit on movies like this even though <laughs> like i had a blast watching this movie <laughs> yeah. speaking of good things though besides john barenthal's wife who was by far the best character in this movie with the exception of the kid because i think the kid really killed it like yeah. this kid finn little like the There's emotion a... that he portrayed like where are they finding these kids man exactly dude yeah. is there a factory that they're pumping these kids out because it's yeah. not like it's the same kid actor in like every movie it's like a new one yeah <laughs> well and like his emotion was so believable like trying to be a tough kid but like when he would cry like that was real cry like i was like holy shit this kid's good especially yeah. when you follow it up with and look i love angelina jolie i think she's a fantastic actress but there were a couple times when she was like having her emotional breakdowns from her little mm. experience that i just didn't believe it like they felt forced in a couple of situations the little kid i was every time he <laughs> would cry break out into emotional i was like holy shit i believe every second of this you know so he was very impressive i do like the tortured main you know tortured protagonist angle like I think that's a that's a classic. And I, you know, I, I like it. The part of those story arcs that I think are always really funny is that like for her, she's like, I let those three kids die. And everyone's all everyone's like, well, not really. Like, what are these three kids A doing in a forest that's burning? And B, we were all gonna die. So it's not really on you. But then at the end, like she comes walking up and her little paratrooper buddy's like, Oh, I see you gotta win, right? Which is like a really touchy moment. I was like, Oh, that's cute. And you know it symbolizes that she's like moving on and stuff i just think those are really funny because it's like you know those three kids are like still dead it's <laughs> like i guess i'm just i don't really understand when these main characters are like i feel so much better now that i got to save someone yeah i'm like yeah like but i mean you spent your whole career doing that right yeah. and that didn't help you're not just like well i spent 10 years saving people and yeah unfortunately these three kids did die but like that's not going to kill me because i saved a bunch of people so but now it works because she saved this kid from assassins yeah. she saved this kid and now her, her emotional trauma just goes away yeah it, it doesn't possibly added to that you've been struck by lightning fell out of a tower right shot at 
You she, watched your ex-boyfriend die eventually. Yeah, she definitely doesn't have PTSD, right? Like everything's no. way better now that she spent the night in a river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say too, though, that the other thing I liked was the dynamic between Angelina Jolie and this kid. Mm. Yeah. They were funny as fuck together. Like, Dude, that scene where they're at the fire and she's like, she's like, all right, buddy. And he's like, my dad called me buddy. She's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't catch a break. Or like when she's setting him up to like, she's teaching him how to start a campfire so that he can get laid when he's a With teenager. that softy blonde. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're swapping spit with a, with a cheerleader. Dude, was that the is the kind of lady that i needed as a wingman in middle school i'm telling you dude <laughs> i loved their interactions the only part that irritated me was like you mentioned her earlier javier was the, like the part where she took her shirt off like it was so fucking random like and it added nothing to the story like i was like what are you, you talking about just shown her in a different shirt and i think i would have realized what happened no uh-uh angelina julie cannot be in a movie change outfits off camera come on dude keep up jock strap yeah there it is, there it is. that's probably the worst thing i ever did was tell javier that that was my nickname in junior high school that is the best nickname it's pretty funny you didn't do a good job javier of convincing me i struggle even okay. worse now with this movie dude the pickaxe to the gut didn't, oh, yeah. didn't do anything for you oh no it was entertaining what about the pregnant woman woman executing an assassin on the ground dude is my favorite part of the movie i love everything about dope. her yeah that was awesome and i love too. like what did she say to him because he said something about oh what did he say and then she like she's oh, like oh he says like, i hate I love, this place i hate this place yeah well it doesn't let it hates you too and then bow <laughs> like no i love that part that was she was my favorite part of this movie she was low-key the coolest thing in this movie dude and she like i love how she just roasted her husband like the whole time yeah <laughs> shit was great was he's like one. got all concerned are we fighting <laughs> no we're not fighting <laughs> i can kind of relate to that a little bit because like nicole is very calm person like we don't fight often at all so whenever she says something i'm like uh, am i in trouble like did I do something? Are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that too. Like, I don't, Casey's not quiet or calm. What? But well, our problem is, is we start, like these guys, we start in like a little joking back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then like it escalates to the point that we're like, wait, are we fighting now? <laughs> <laughs> somewhere along the line a nerve was struck yeah somewhere it went from joking to oh shit it just got serious <laughs> all trying right to come up with some uh single joke about how that doesn't apply to me but that's coming to mind i think just that's your funny. love life is a joke can there you go you, you found it javier <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was uncalled for. It was low hanging fruit, but I took it. It was good. I was, I couldn't come up with one for myself, so you found it. I'm all for it. Happy to be of service. I think I would have rolled with something like the voices in my head, and I have that conversation all the time. Yeah. Are we fighting? Yeah, I don't have that problem because I'm single. <laughs> ah, you got us, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. I do kind of want to read this book, though, to make sure it was better than the movie because it was based on a book. Uh, oh. But I think I have more books that I want to read. Yeah. Before that. Maybe they'll tell you why this all happened. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. oh, that's a good point, actually. I think if any of our listeners have read this book, can you yeah. tell us? Right and tell us if it tells us why, because I'll just go read those pages. You can just yeah. tell me what pages. Can you give us just a Spark Notes version. <laughs> 
because a little <laughs> a little context to what was going on in the background <laughs> of this movie would have been fantastic. I and I do you know it's interesting. The other thing, and I'll, I'll kind of finish on this. It's, it was nice to see Angelina Jolie on the screen again. She's been she hasn't worked a lot as far as being on screen. She's been doing a lot of producing, directing, and things like that because of the family situation and whatnot. But mm-hmm. so it was nice to see her on screen. I like her, but she's always she was very underutilized in this movie. I feel like for being the top billing character, mm-hmm. I, I feel like her character was wasted in a lot of ways like they just didn't give her she did some cool shit don't get me wrong i love the dynamic between her and the kid i liked her backstory i wish i'd known a little bit more about the what led up to the kids dying like how you know was she like the coolest the baddest smoke jumper around and then she went off the rails because of this situation what happened but i feel like there was like i there were liked other characters more like even john barenthal's character i enjoyed more like the conversation with him and the sheriff in the restaurant where he's busting his ass over that mm. shitty meat like that shit was funny like that was a great interaction oh or the scene with him and the assassins so they're like we're gonna see how good of a tracker you are he's like i don't think you're gonna see shit yeah I mean, i'm done i was like dude bowls of steel and then they're like uh we're gonna kill your wife he's like oh yeah never mind i forgot about her for a second (laughs) that's my bad (laughs) yeah like i i just i found myself enjoying more of the other characters on screen than i did her so i feel like they just wasted an opportunity because she's so good she's such a great actress she's very intriguing when she's on the screen and i just feel like i don't know i I felt bad for her i I liked her character I yeah. like I liked the 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 tortured protagonist who pretended to be the Billy badass you yeah, know, like to hide her pain type of thing and she got called out in the beginning of the movie by the sheriff who's like you know these guys don't see what you're trying to do but I see that like you're trying you're being reckless like yeah. you don't care if you die and he's like I can see that so I don't know, I like I liked that kind of but then there wasn't really a sharp change in that really right there wasn't like she was wrecked the whole movie <laughs> so yeah. like there wasn't like a real lot of like character arc for her it was just kind of like i am depressed and i hate my life and then suddenly there's this kid and i saved him so. well and i guess i think that like for me it was like these random moments of so john barenthal's character the wife they have this these strong moments where they're trying to save each other you got the kid and his dad having this moment you know, before his dad's killed where they're trying to, you know, he's trying to tell him what to do and he picks up and you have this emotional moment. And then you have Angelina Jolie's character, which the most notable thing she does besides take to help this kid, which is a big deal because it's the center of this movie. But outside of like guiding him and being around the kid and helping him move through, like the biggest thing she did was get struck by lightning and leave a guy to get burned in a fire. Like that's it. Like, I don't dude, know. I just, yeah. Hey, you are discounting what she did to that dude. She saved that kid and took I a know. beating while doing it. But it took me an hour and 20 minutes to get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She didn't do. Besides jumping out of the back of a truck with a parachute and then right. acting like she didn't know that was going to hurt. How does she not hit a tree, dude? Well, yeah, she's swinging around like yeah. I swing. Like, yeah, like it was crazy. And then she just lands real hard. Yeah, it hurt a little more. No shit, you dumbass. What are you going to do? Arrest me? Yeah. She's like in the back of a police cruiser. <laughs> Anyway, you guys ready to rate this thing? Yeah, yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll start off. Look, it was entertaining at parts. The action was fun when it was fun. It was brutal, much more violent and brutal in places than I thought it would be. But there were parts that took me out of the movie pretty badly with 
like we've talked about the fact that they were dancing around in the, half this movie so close to a giant forest fire. And there seemed to be no repercussions to that. I did like that there were consequences to this movie. People died, even people that you didn't want to have die. And in most movies would have miraculously made it through the night and lived. They did. The kid didn't know what was going to happen to him. All he was doing was the next day. And, you know, Angelina Jolie didn't. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. But we didn't get this whole like, yeah, I'm going to be your mom moving forward. You know, happy go lucky moment. It ended in a place where I was like, wow, that was dark and realistic. Right. So I liked that part of it. There were some saving graces. I do feel like Angelina. Angelina Jolie in a lot of ways was underutilized and there was just random shit in this movie that was very odd like the lightning strike and but there were some fun 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 moments with John Barenthal and his character his and his wife's character a lot of fun moments so the kid was fantastic so all in all I did have some very good entertainment I think it was just an average movie I'm gonna be right down the middle of the road like Javier would say and give this thing a two and a half I don't think I would <laughs> it's actually an average watch movie. it again it's an average yeah, movie it's like the town she's average off. you know she's an Okay, movie. I wish I'd have rated Jurassic Park two and a half so I could say, yeah, it's like Jurassic Park. Well, you would have been lying if That's you rated true. it two and a half. That's fair. All right, Ian, rate this movie for us. You bet. I kind of talked my points out. I agree a lot with what JJ said about things kind of events and characters taking you out of the movie, uh, especially like a lot of unanswered questions. I felt, felt like I needed another 10, 20 minutes at the end to just understand like what the repercussions of this kid's action and surviving were going to be because they they even show like more I think FBI or somebody shows up and gets out and I was like oh Mm. this is going to be like a final showdown of these guys coming after him or something and it just kind of ends so I struggled with that it's like you said an average movie I was kind of on the fence of doing 2.5 or 2 and then we had all of our discussion and I think I'm going to go down to a 2 it it wasn't a bad movie I, I like not it's not something that I'm I would have been better not watching it was fine like go ahead stream it but don't expect a ton from it fair enough yeah it was no she dies tomorrow but yeah it left, no. it, oh. it left a little to be desired there was no dolphin <laughs> sex or anything so oh my I, will God. Say, I will say I think it had a ton of potential like I could yeah. see yeah. this being even better but yeah I'll leave it at that that's very true all right Javier bring us yeah. home yeah, I think, yeah, I agree with what you guys said. There's a lot of like really good acting, a lot of really good potential. Like even for the most part, the fire, like the CGI fire was super cool at the end where oh, she's what? like, we're in the eye of it. And she was like, it was beautiful. I'm like, it kind of was. That's kind of what I was thinking when it was burning. I'm like, this is awesome. This is fascinating to look at. I think if I had to narrow it down to like the big miss for me was that I feel like we were following like two different movies for a while there where you had like a like a government conspiracy assassination movie and we had like a like a, a rescue services gone wrong like a like a, like underdraft or whatever that other fire backdraft you know, backdraft yeah. yeah and then the way that they bridge them together is a dude pulls some flares out of his car and throws it in on the floor and that's how we merged the two movies together and i feel like they could have done a better job at that but i'm gonna come a little bit higher than that i'm gonna give it a three because i thought it was i thought it was cool like i thought you know the the assassins were not great but like they had some cool moments i i, I was entertained i thought there was like some stressful parts you know i wasn't bored watching this movie i guess that's sure. my point and the little uh the little description on hbo max Makes it sound like way scarier than it is. So if anyone's <laughs> yeah. worried about that, 
they're like it's a thriller and i'm like oh no like what a thriller i'm not i just woke up i can't watch a thriller right now <laughs> uh, it wasn't that bad so anyway i'm gonna give it a three i'm not gonna rush to watch it again but i wouldn't be opposed to watching it again not anytime soon i would have to forget about it and then be like i think i've seen that movie yeah. and then watch it again i can see, <laughs> see that on a closing note so the actual sheriff the old man with the meat i have to tell you that his actor the actor that plays him his name is Boots Sutherland. No, it's not. That's not I a name. Where to God, it's Boots Sutherland. Boots and is I, not a name, JJ. And if, and if you look at that man, he looks like Boots. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he wasn't even acting. I feel like that is who that guy is. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Sheriff, your wife's it. calling. Do you want to take it? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs> As he carves into the worst steak I've ever yeah, seen. I love that. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I killed this steer like 10 years ago or something. <laughs> like, who eats salad for breakfast? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> who eats steak for breakfast? <laughs> steak and eggs, dude. Come on. Gross. That shit was great. Anyway. All right. So there's our rating for those who wish me dead. Tune in next week. We'll be watching and reviewing the army of the dead. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that. That yeah. is going to be fun. The Zack Snyder follow up to Dawn of the Dead. So yeah, long time since he made that film, but looking forward to this one. So army of the dead. Can I go revisit Vegas? Well, since I haven't been able to go there in a long time. You've got like Dave Bautista in it, right? Uh-huh. And then you've, have you guys ever seen Raising Hope? Yeah. It's got that, the dad from that. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that one too. So cool. So tune in for that next week. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, interact with us, leave us a message. You can email us at host at what's Let us know if there's a movie you want, movie you want us to review. We're happy to do that. Pick up some merch at our website, what's Send it for our newsletter as well. We'll send out what we're doing beginning of each month so you can plan to watch those movies with us and yeah we appreciate you tuning in we'll catch you on the next one bye bye now cinematic out